Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information. Yes, we've got a big week ahead for college football with the conference championship matchups set up. And yes, I know a number of Michigan fans with quite the pep in their step today. It does all set up very well for the state of college football with some new teams, some great matchups for this weekend, and intriguing potential for the college football playoff final four teams. And this is your Morning Buzzcast for Monday, November 29th. Hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving weekend, some downtime, some chill time. Now we're back at it. Home stretch of the year, the final month. We'll start with the NFL, and boy, was the strength of the NFL clearly evident over the holiday weekend. The Raiders' overtime victory over the Cowboys on Thanksgiving Day was the most watched regular season NFL game since Yes, 1990, the year I got out of college and moved to Washington, D.C. It's an amazing number for the regular season. More than 38 million people watched the game. That was a 26% increase over last year's Thanksgiving game in the same time slot. So just a massive audience and another indicator of the strength of NFL programming. Let's stay with the NFL because we talked about this on Wednesday's Buzzcast about the NFL settlement in St. Louis. And the big question after the NFL has agreed to pay nearly $800 million to the city and region of St. Louis regarding the Rams relocation to Los Angeles is who will pay the freight. The New York Times reported over the weekend that Rams owner Stan Kroenke is expected to reimburse the NFL for most or all of the $790 million settlement with the city and the county. But the LA Times reported over the weekend the breakdown of how much the Rams owe is undetermined. And league sources said that no determination has been made as to who will be responsible for the payment, and that was not part of the settlement discussions. The LA Times also reported the league will pay the amount no later than Christmas Eve. Regardless of who pays, the settlement was a rare, rare defeat for the NFL. This was a big issue for the NFL to resolve and put behind it, as the league will happily pay that sum and avoid the public spotlight and the public glare that could have turned quite ugly and exposed some seriously confidential information to the public. Now, there was speculation at one time, that any agreement would come with St. Louis getting an expansion team in the future. But that never registered high for my conversations with sources. But the bottom line is, this settlement does send a message to the NFL about following its relocation guidelines, and it certainly sends a message and gives ammunition for any other market that could eventually lose 
an NFL team. So this settlement could have a very long tail indeed. Let's shift to the media business because ESPN provided more details on its business just before Thanksgiving. And the data shows that it continues to see reduced pay TV distribution for its linear networks. So the number of homes that ESPN is in dropped another 10% and it currently sits at 76 million U.S. households as Disney ends its fiscal year. Now that was part of its annual report and we're seeing the continued decline. Remember, ESPN was in more than 100 million homes just about 10 years ago. ESPN was in 84 million homes at the end of fiscal year 2020. So now it's in 76 million homes. Meanwhile, ESPN Plus ended its fiscal year with 17 million subscribers, up 66% from the same time in 2020. Of the linear networks, ESPNU fell from 62 million homes to 51 million homes. ESPN News went from 62 million homes to 59 million homes. So you're seeing this continued decline. The question is, where is the floor? And that has been speculated for years. Nobody, of course, has the answer now. But Disney did say in the same report that it plans to increase its overall spending on content to $33 billion for 2022. That $33 billion total includes content sports rights and other content for ESPN and ESPN Plus. So look for ESPN to continue to spend heavily in sports media rights and sports programming. So some interesting data coming out of ESPN or Disney's annual report late last week. Let's shift to team news because we've talked about this on the Buzzcast. Fenway Sports Group signed the purchase agreement for a controlling stake of the Pittsburgh Penguins last night on Sunday night. The NHL still has to approve the deal before it becomes official, and that meeting of the league-wide group will likely take place in December. We've talked a little bit about this. Mario Lemieux will retain an ownership stake in the Penguins and a leadership role in the franchise. Current co-owner Ron Burkle will also retain an ownership stake, and senior management will reportedly stay in place. But this will add another powerful brand in Fenway Sports Group's arsenal. Remember, they've got the Red Sox, Liverpool, Roush Fenway Racing, Nesson, and so many other entities. We will sit down with Tom Werner on Wednesday in New York City at our Deal Makers and Sports Conference, and the timing couldn't be better as he will talk about Fenway Sports Group's vision for the Penguins and the sports portfolio overall. Let's stay with some interesting team news because Puck News, which is very well connected in the West Coast and media and entertainment circles, is reporting that outgoing Disney chair Bob Iger has told some friends that he'd love to front a bid for the Phoenix Suns if the basketball team were to become available. Of course, the team, the Suns, is facing an investigation into the behavior of majority owner Robert Sarver, and the team does have limited partners who are reportedly interested in taking over if Sarver somehow loses control of the team. But this report from Puck News does indicate that Bob Iger is still interested in sports team ownership. Remember, Iger was the front man for a group that was interested in buying into the NFL during the league's review of the Carson California Stadium project. Of course, the Carson bid died, but Bob Iger reportedly has his eye 
on the Phoenix Suns. And finally, we'll end around two people items. First, Rick Welts has signed with ICM Partners for public speaking. ICM Speakers Managing Director Billy Halleck will lead the team representing Rick Welts. If you have seen Rick Welts, you know he's a very compelling public speaker with obviously a great story to tell. He will be in high demand by corporations, associations, or academic institutions looking for a great, effective storyteller. Welts says he connected with ICM because he was looking at the possibility of writing a book. Now, a book is still a potential future project for Rick Welts, but right now, Rick Welch will focus on speaking and will be represented by ICM Partners. And finally, don't miss John Oran's great cover story in this week's SBJ print product of CBS Sports Chair Sean McManus. Sean McManus is celebrating 25 years on the job as he has worked for more than two decades building CBS Sports' sports portfolio to one of the best in the business. And McManus has done so with class and integrity throughout those two decades. It's a good read and well worth your time. That's the cover story in this week's weekly issue. So I do hope to see you at our Dealmakers and Sports Conference on Wednesday in New York. Should be a great event, a great agenda. Registration spots still available. If you're there, please say hello. And that is your Morning Buzzcast for Monday, November 29th. I will speak to you again on Friday. You'll hear from my colleague David Albright the rest of this week until Friday. Hope everybody has a great week. Remember, we are heading into the home stretch of 2021. So stay healthy, be good to each other. I'll speak to you on Friday. Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information.